0: Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please, because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes please, and more. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality, and I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more, personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human, erotic, and sexual experience, and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex and all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman and in my work I specialize in female sexuality and I work with women with pussies and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me. Expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you. And even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must. So take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback. So don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay, hi and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here. And now let's dive into today's topic. Hey, 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 welcome back, or welcome if this is your very, very first episode. If it is, then you're in for a treat and you can binge <laughs> so many amazing episodes. Ah, I'm excited for you. Anyways, uh, here we are today, and I am going to share about self-pleasure techniques, pleasure techniques, basically. And this is an amazing knowledge to have because, if you know how to, Touch yourself, then you have so much more pleasure capacity available to you and and you can explore, right? These pleasure techniques apply to you with yourself in your solo sex, and they also apply to any partnered sexual experience. So, obviously, there are infinite ways to masturbate, to pleasure, and you know, the sky's the limit. Like, your creativity is truly the limit when it comes to pleasure. But knowing these key techniques, are so great because they can really alter the experience. And also they can help you step out of autopilot pleasuring. What happens is, and I'm sure you'll (laughs) you'll, um, laugh and, you know, feel familiar with this, the way that you've masturbated or the way that you have sex is the same way you've masturbated or had, have had sex for decades, right? Like what, has worked for you is what you stick with and then you just do that forever. It's like it's kind of like handwriting. Like you have a particular style of handwriting and then that's how you write. You don't switch it up, you don't change hands, you don't use different fonts in in the way that you write, but you always write the way you write because why wouldn't you? But when it comes to self-pleasure, you have your specific like pleasure handwriting. You know, you have your your style, but maybe that style isn't the most effective in having different types of pleasure. Or maybe you're very effective in, in the way that you pleasure, but you're missing out on other types of pleasures and orgasms because you're sticking with that one style. So these four categories of pleasure techniques can help you expand pleasure, explore more, experiment on your own body or on a other person, and you can alter the experience and have more different, better pleasure and orgasms. Why not? (laughs) So the first pleasure technique is pressure. Pressing harder or softer will affect the experience. Some of the areas of your body will respond with more pleasure to a softer touch, and some areas require more depth and pressure in the touch in order to feel. Like the clitoris, for example. It also depends on your arousal. So, when you're at a specific arousal level, you might need less pressure, or vice versa. The G spot often requires much deeper pressure than what most people expect, whereas, the cervix, for example, sometimes only requires the lightest, lightest, lightest touch in order to explode into ecstatic bliss and orgasm. So it really varies depending on the body part and depending on your specific body and anatomy. And your sensitivity in those areas, and how your nerve endings are bundled together, and if they are close to the surface or deeper inside, which differs from body part and organ to organ. And so, knowing that pressure is a a key aspect in how you experience pleasure and the amount of pleasure you experience gives you now more knowledge and inspiration to play with pressure. Also, I just want to mention that some of these things are so logical that. It, it may feel like, why the fuck haven't, even, haven't I even thought about this? Well, because it, it just is, right? Like some things are so easy and simple that we just even d- don't even think about it. And also because it's never been brought to our attention that we can actually categorize pleasure techniques in this way and changing it up could result in entirely different experiences. The next one is speed. If you speed up the touch or slow it down, it will definitely alter the response in your body. So intensity can make a huge difference depending on how aroused you are and the area of your body that you are stimulating. So I really invite you to play and explore with what happens if you accelerate or slow it way down. Again, it can depend on your arousal level and where you're at in the sexual trajectory of an experience. Like I talked about in the uh, in a previous episode about Uh, hard dildos, glass dildos, and vaginal stimulation and vaginal orgasms. Slowing it way down inside the vaginal canal can actually increase the pleasure exponentially. Uh, And most women are so used to fast in and out penetration that they've never ever experienced the incredible expansiveness of ecstasy that is available to them inside the vagina with slow rhythmic penetration. So speeding up the touch or slowing it down, play with that, explore that. And that also applies to your breathing. So not just the touch, but you can also apply this to your breathing style. Intentional, slow, deep breathing can help you get into the body, can help you really connect intimately with your sensations and really get you embodied when you've been you know in your head in the future at work planning talking, analyzing, mentalizing, being a modern human who is solely focused on the prefrontal cortex and higher cognitive functioning, right, for like eight to ten hours a day, and then when you get into bed or get into a sexual situation, you're like, I find it so hard to feel my body, it takes me so long to feel, because you haven't been connecting with your body, with your sensations, with your senses for the main part of the day, The main part of your life, I would say, for most Western modern people. And so, breathing is a super tool to get into your body and to feel. And sometimes, slow, deep breathing can really help slow down the speed of your thoughts and maybe even quiet them and help you shift your focus to what's going on inside. Sometimes, speeding up the breathing and breathing slightly more rapid and fiery and activating can. It kind of works like blowing on a fire internally. Like it blows, it increases the intensity, it increases the sensitivity, it increases the sensations that you feel, and it can help you move through some mental or emotional blockages that are uh, preventing you from feeling and being connected with your body. So there's no right or wrong with any of these tools or, you know, light pressure, uh, deep pressure fast, slow. There's nothing right or wrong. It's just different ways of approaching, um, confronting, attacking a problem or a blockage and or connecting with your body. So speed is number two. Number three is location. And with location, I don't mean the location of the body. I mean the location of the touch on a specific body part. So that could be your nipple, that could be your clitoris, that could be your vagina. Um, So for example, if you stroke the clitoris, where specifically are you stroking your clitoris? Um, And this matters because the nerve endings can be bundled together in a specific corner on the body part, making it much more pleasurable if you find that Sweet spot. for example, with the nipples, actually most women are too sensitive on the on the nipple and it's the areola that's uh, most pleasurable to touch and play with. Same with the clitoris and same with different parts inside the vagina. So location is a big one and again, maybe you've pleasured yourself in a specific way or your partner has always pleasured you in a specific way. And what if you switch it up and focus on a different location? See what happens. And number four is style. So the style of the touch, the style of the stimulation. Long or short strokes, circular or triangular, pulsating or slow, deep or shallow. So trying different types of strokes is key to finding what you like, and also what you like when you're more or less aroused. And this can differ greatly from day to day, or depending on where you're at in your cycle, or how you're feeling, depending on your mood and the energy levels in your body. So not being fixated on, this is how I do it, this is always how I do it, if it doesn't work, something's wrong with me, or I shouldn't do anything at all. Then maybe having a more flexible mindset, where you play with pressure, speed, location, and style, and you see, well, maybe the way I've done it hasn't been the most optimal way, or in different situations, or in different parts of my cycle, or in summer, or in winter, or whatever. I just need different things, or my body desires different types of stimulation and and care, depending on how I feel. When it comes to uh, learning, for example, how to have new orgasms, like vaginal orgasms or a G-spot slash G-zone orgasm, and I call it a G-zone because it's not a spot. It's so misleading. It's a whole area inside your frontal, front vaginal canal. So when you want to have a new orgasm, you definitely have to experiment with new pleasure techniques or experience... Play with the pleasure techniques in a new way because you can't apply the same stimulation or pleasuring uh on a, on your vagina as you do on your clitoris, for example. So then you definitely have to get creative and think about what pressure works, what speed do I need, where's the location that's that brings me the most pleasure? where's the sweet spot, and what style of stimulation works in this body part, and that can shift over time as you become more pleasure literate in your vagina, or as you do de-armoring, for example, and you sensitize your vagina, you might need less pressure, less speed, uh, less intensity, because you're actually more sensitive. So you lead less the intensity, less the like physical activation to experience pleasure, and maybe you realize that sometimes you can have like spontaneous vaginal orgasms from just having a still yet conscious and present penis inside your vagina while you're pleasuring your clitoris and breathing. Yes, that is possible, (laughs) right? So, as you gain awareness, mind-body connection, practice, connection, literacy, sensitivity, all of those things evolve and grow as you have a dedicated self-pleasure practice, where you learn and explore about your body with your body, your your sexuality will shift and change, and the way that you need to play with and apply pleasure techniques will will also shift and change. But now you know these four key pleasure techniques, and I hope this inspires you to, first of all, like, just make an inventory. Next time you self-pleasure or you have sex, notice what pressure do I mostly use, what's the speed, what's the location, and what's the style, and sort of just notice that. Do a little inventory, a pleasure technique inventory and notice, and then from there, you can start tweaking and changing and seeing Maybe some of the things will just lead to nothing, but some things might go, whoo, that was unexpected. I didn't expect that intensity of sensation and pleasure or heat or activation. It, oh, it was almost too intense. Okay, I need to slow it down or I need to shift the location or less pressure. <laughs> like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you know? Um, and then you can apply this and play with your partner. So surprise them with new pressure, new speed, new location, new style. Maybe give them a little disclaimer and just say, like, hey, I'm going to experiment. And it might fail. Uh, and let me know if it hurt or whatever but I just want to experiment. I learned this new thing today and let me take you on a little pleasure journey here and and then you can also ask, would you like more pressure? Would you like different speed? Is this the ideal location? Would you like a different style? And your partner will feel so seen and so appreciated and also of course, vice versa. Ask your partner to apply those questions and that kind of communication. With you, so that you can guide them, or you can just teach them by literally directing them and guiding them and saying, add more pressure, move your finger one millimeter to the left, slow down, speed up, try a longer stroke all the way from the top, all the way to the bottom, for example. And they will feel so happy that you give them direct instruction and guidance on how to give you the most pleasure. Any good, dedicated lover loves receiving direction, as long as it's kind, respectful, compassionate, and sometimes there's little heads up before that, hey, I'm going to communicate more so that you can give me the most pleasure possible. That is it for today, my pleasure connoisseurs. Uh, lastly, I just want to invite you to join my newsletter because I have an amazing newsletter, if you didn't know, where I send out a, uh, a weekly email with lots of juicy stuff and sometimes free practices and invitations to free events and um, information about my courses that I'm selling and other really cool, amazing, and complimentary stuff to this podcast. So definitely sign up for the weekly newsletter if you haven't. All right. Big love. Bye-bye. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do, and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.